Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Robin Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week I bring you a dynamic guest. And today we have a fantastic guest. Her name is Martha Goodry. She's known as the Concept Queen. She's with... She is the CEO of The Right Concept, which brings over 19 years of combined brand management, concept development, and research experience to each of her clients. After completing her MBA at Harvard, Martha spent six years in consumer marketing for Procter & Gamble and Hasbro Toys. Her company is based in Avon, Connecticut which uses a flexible combination of research-driven consumer understanding, hands-on learning, ideation, and coaching to help clients develop top-box scoring concepts. Clients perceive Mata as a dynamic, creative, and resourceful consultant, bringing boundless energy and business know-how to help drive their business to winning results. She is the co-author of Marketing Concepts That Win. Save time, money, and work by crafting concepts concepts right the first time. She has presented at national uh, conferences, events, and to local business organizations. She also regularly publishes articles in trade magazines and has avid followers on her blog, Concept Talk, and that's C-O-N-C-E-P-T, talk.com. Martha has worked in various community volunteer positions in addition to serving on the board of directors for the Qualitative Research Consultant Association, which is known as QRCA, and the Connecticut American Marketing Association chapter. Welcome, Martha. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Hello. How are you? I'm great. What is marketing concept? Well, a marketing concept simply defined is really the the way that you're going to communicate to the marketplace what differenti- differentiates your product or service from any other similar offerings that might be there. At the end of the day, it answers the question for whoever might buy or purchase from you, um, why should I buy from you? What's so different about your product or service? What's the benefit and why should I believe it? That's a marketing concept. Yeah, that is great. Why does a business product and even person needed marketing concept. Well, at the end of the day, you need to define yourself. Um, There's a lot of similar products, a lot of similar people, a lot of similar services out there. You need to have an audible space in the marketplace um, that creates a point of difference so that people are compelled or drawn to your offering and want to buy from you. That's, at the end of the day, why everybody needs a concept, whether you're a person, whether you're a, a student. I mean, you need a concept because it draws people to you and makes you interesting, different, and unique amongst all the other like similar similar types of uh, offerings. Yeah, in today's world, it's not what's in it for us, it's what's in it for them. So I'm sure with the concept, that identifies that very clearly. Absolutely. How does one determine whether they need a core idea or a positioning concept? Can you launch a product without one? 
the reality is, is you certainly can launch one without it, but you'll probably fail miserably. Um, really, depending on where you are in the development of your product or service depend, determines whether you need a core idea concept or a, a, a positioning concept. If you're in the early stages just trying to figure out, hey, is this something people might be interested in, um, a core idea concept might be perfect because it just is basically a description of what you may have to offer. I have a toothbrush that you know, brushes teeth and is blue, pink, and sparkly. Isn't that great? And you find out whether people are interested in that. In order to sell it in the marketing place, though, you need a positioning. You need an ownable difference. And the, the positioning concept has a unique benefit and the reasons to believe that benefit, again, that makes you different. So ultimately, you need a positioning concept because all your marketing communications will be based on that positioning. Um, what are three things at minimum that all positioning concepts need? And then well, go into them briefly. Yeah, sure. Um, when you're, you know, first and foremost, you need a benefit. I mean, you need to be offering and promising something to your potential target audience, whoever they may be, whether they're businesses, consumers, whatever it might be. Um, you also need an accepted consumer belief or an insight, as I call it. You need, a, you need to make sure that there's a clearly articulated problem or frustration that your product or service will fulfill. And then finally, I mentioned this briefly earlier, you need credibility. You need the features or the, the various aspects of that product or service um, that make that benefit believable. And in, in marketing terms, we call that the reason to believe. It's the reason to believe that benefit um, can be delivered by what you have to offer. So an insight or an accepted consumer belief, a benefit, and a reason to believe. Very simple, although difficult oh, to come up with. <laughs> yeah, and um, is there some steps that they need to take to start doing that? Well, first and foremost, you need to figure out what it is that exactly you offer. Let's, so let's take a product, for example. You know, if you have a very specific product, one of the first things you need to understand is, is what's your competitive marketplace. Um, what's out there? What are you competing with? It may or may not be identical to what you have. For example, if we talked about a book, okay, if you have a, a book on something that you want to compete with, well, you're not just competing with libraries and bookstores. You're also competing with online to, you know, information sources. So you need to understand your competitive marketplace. That's the first thing because in order to have what I call ownable white space, a place in people's mind and heart, you need to find a little place that makes you a little different and a little more unique um, than other things that are out there. So you need to understand your competitive set as a first, a major first step. Well, that's, that's great advice. Um, why do people forget the basics of the positioning concept? You know, I think the thing is, is and I know this, I'm self-employed, and I know you're also, you know, you've, you've created your own brand as well. You get very caught up in, in what you have and what you have to offer. And sometimes the very basics of remembering to position yourself uniquely is, is lost because there's so many aspects of your brand or your business that you're in love or, or busy with. And people kind of get all excited about getting it out there, but they forget the main state of trying to get something more, effectively marketed is having that positioning idea that you can talk about. Because a marketing concept is just one part of the communication strategy, albeit an important one. And so people forget. They get lost and they get busy, particularly if you're in a corporate setting. Um, you know, there are a lot of demands on your time. A lot of people want, you know, you know what you what you need, what you have. They're 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 vying for your time. If you're a small business owner, you have lots of problems and headaches and things you're thinking about um, above and beyond your marketing concept. But again, without a marketing concept or positioning concept, you don't really have anything to communicate, and that's a real problem when you're trying to sell something. Is it a is a is it a perceived need to move beyond the basics? 
In some cases, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. I work with lots of Fortune 500 companies and really, really smart people, and yet sometimes they think that they understand what their positioning is, but what they forget is that they're not buying their product. It's that target audience. And just because you have a gut feel about what your product or service may offer and why people want it, you need to make sure that the people that you want to buy it are interested. And so sometimes they leapfrog right over that step. There have been lots of products that tr- people have tried to launch out there um, that haven't been successful because they forgot to get consumer feedback. One yeah, that comes to mind recently, I don't know if you recall, but maybe, I don't know, five, six months ago, Adidas had these sneakers with shackles on them. Yeah, and I, I remember to, that. You remember that? Well, I have to believe that someone didn't do their market research on that because, you know, that obviously had a, a lot of implications from a consumer perspective about what, you know, putting shackles or chains on someone's ankles had. Um, and I have to believe they spent millions of dollars creating molds to make those sneakers and getting them to market. I mean, they were literally ready to launch that product, and it got yanked off the shelf. We're talking about millions of dollars probably lost by doing that for the right reasons but they lost money in all that development by not, you know, crossing their I's and dotting their T's beforehand and making sure they had their product concept right. They should have hired you. And then they I would agree with them. you. We should tell that to, I think we should tell that to Adidas. <laughs> Once you've uh, developed a winning position content, what does one do with it? As I mentioned earlier, it's about putting that into a communication strategy. A marketing concept is is really just one of a couple elements that go into that. But when you're creating a communication strategy, whether you're doing it yourself for a blog, for a website, for advertising materials, or you have an agency involved, on any level, a um, a marketing concept is one piece, a part of positioning concept, one piece of your communication strategy. You need to also include in there who's your target audience, what is your goal with your advertising or communications? And then if you are an established brand, what does your brand currently stand for and how does that dovetail or fit well into whatever your positioning is? If you were going to launch a product, uh, let's say, uh, you know, for fine, delicate, delicate clothes, probably slapping the Clorox brand name on it wouldn't work that well because Clorox stands for harsh, aggressive ingredients that work really well, but they probably wouldn't really fit with, like, fine washables or delicate clothes. Um, so, again, tying that brand positioning is important because that's a clear element of how you're, uh, effective, how effective your communications will be. You speak a lot about getting target audience feedback. How would one, you know, a lot of people don't even know how to do that. How would when a one begin to put that together? Well, a lot depends on kind of, you know, again, what uh, are, are you a one-person show or are you part of a multimillion-dollar corporation? Let's, let's start if you were a small business person. Let's say you had a, a little shop on the corner uh, in your town. If you're in that situation, you know, the easiest way is to start asking people that come in. Even simply just do a survey. You'd be amazed at what you can find out if you just ask someone, hey, how was your checkout experience? Did you enjoy the service at the restaurant? Did you like the menu? Did you find it easy to read? Stuff like that is really basic stuff for like a small business owner, and many forget to do it. The flip side is you can spend millions of dollars in market research with a market research company. I do kind of stuff like that, and lots of other players do. Um, And you can do it in a more formalized environment. But I would encourage anybody, even if it's about, you know, for example, someone who's trying to get into college, do a little market research on yourself. See how you're perceived. See how you're perceived as being different. And then when you go to apply to college, you can actually create a little concept for yourself, which is really important. Differentiate yourself from the other 5,000 applicants. Ask a few questions. That's the easiest way. 
That's good. Your book is Marketing Concepts That Win, Save Time, Money, and Work by Crafting crafting Concept Right the First Time. How did you end up writing this book, and how long did it take you to do it? And why did you do it? Well, I've been working with corporate clients for about 15 years, and despite the fact that I'm working with really talented, bright people, oftentimes these training programs that used to train people don't exist anymore. I was lucky enough, I worked with uh, Procter & Gamble, and they trained me when I was a very young person. Not everybody has that luxury, so I was looking for a book to help my clients, and I couldn't find one. And I had done so many different training sessions uh, with my clients, I finally decided to put it all in a book. And that's exactly why I did it. It was really um, identifying a need in the marketplace and filling it with that book. Um, You had a follow-up question. Now that escapes me. What was your second question? um, How long did it take you to write it? Oh, well, you know what? I I wrote the first – I wrote half of the book in six weeks, blasted that thing out, and then I kind of came to – had a mental block – I took about a year off, had some other interesting assignments with some clients, one of which was a major international uh, project, which was fabulous because I think what it did is it gave me the last couple little pieces I needed to make sure that everything I was saying worked, whether it was in the U.S., Canada, or in China. And that's where I was. I was in China and realized that it worked across the world and finished up the second half of the book in six more weeks. So technically the book took 12 weeks, but I had a one-year break in the middle. How... how, who, would, who would you say probably be the most interested in and benefit the most from reading your book? You know, I think anyone that has a product or a service that they're trying to sell would benefit. Um, even though I do some work in the personal space for branding, this book is much more focused towards a business owner or anyone that owns a product. If you are a marketer or a market researcher in a major corporation, this would actually apply to you. If you're a small business owner, and you have you know, various products and services that you offer or a, one product or service that you offer, it would benefit you as well. So the book is very focused towards a business person, but small or large, uh, anyone could learn anything here. Where can they get buy your book from? You know, my book is available both on my website um, at therightconcept.com, that's R-I-T-E, um, but you can also go to Amazon, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It can be purchased as a paperback or downloaded simply as an ebook. So, you know, your typical online uh, venues. That's great that it's an ebook. You know, so many people are liking that nowadays. I love it because you can carry so many more books with you and, uh, you know, pick them up whenever you have a spare chance. So uh, I think that's where the industry is going. So it's, it's kind of fun. It's an exciting time for the book industry. Maybe not for the bookstore so much, but for the book industry. <laughs> You also have a blog. Can people sign up to get your blog? Absolutely. If you can, I, you can go to either of my two websites. You can go to therightconcept.com or marthagidry.com, my full name, spelled G-U-I-D-R-Y. And uh, they can go there and sign up as well. I, I, my, my blog you can get to free. If you sign up and you get to my newsletter, you'll get like monthly little updates and little tidbits, things that you can use. But the blog is free. Uh, the newsletter just requires a subscription just so I know who to send it to. So the, uh, they so they can go to www.theright, and that's R-I-T-E, concepts, C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. And um, your book also uh, is on, isn't it on, also on marketingconceptsthatwin.com? Yes, it is. Can you can find it there as well. Um, and tell me a little bit, I know that you train and speak, so... What are some of the topics and things that you speak on? I've talked about a lot of different things. Obviously, a lot is on concept development, but I also do like to do work related to concept development in particular industries. I, I do a lot in the food industry, 
So I've done some speaking for like the National Restaurant Association. I have an upcoming gig here at the International Food Technology Conference, which is all about kind of bringing these principles really specifically to someone's industry. Um, so, I mean, those kinds of things are, you know, fascinating. I've done stuff, um, non-food stuff in other industries as well. You know, how do you bring that concept to life? Why is it important? Um, and, and how does it apply to whatever industry I'm talking to? So what are the some next steps for you? What what are you working on another book or what what are some things that you Actually, I am working on another book. I'm working on a book to bring some of these concepts down to a more personal level, uh, personal branding. And the title right now is called um, "How to Become Unforgettable." And oh, I love that. that. Thank you. And so I'm working on that, and, and even though a lot of the principles are the same in terms of what you need to do from a marketing standpoint, you need to think about it a little differently if you're if you're a person, um, because you know you're not using typical advertising. But people forget that anything you write on a Facebook page, on a blog, um, anything that you post on the internet is actually part of your personal brand. You know, even even if you're you're seen on the street, I mean, you know, that is all about your personal brand. What you choose to do how you choose to use that brand, um, what, what, what you're doing when people aren't looking actually makes a difference on your brand, and people don't realize that. Um, so hopefully the book will delve into some of those issues and help um, enlighten people in terms of thinking about themselves as a brand and, and how to maximize that in terms of advancement, whether it be for a college opportunity, a job promotion, looking for a job, a career transition, all sorts of things like that, which I think will be fun. Yeah, be sure and let me know when you get it out. I don't know if you know that, but I'm, 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 the, I'm the Western Region Coordinator for NAFI. And on the NAFI site in New York, www.nafi.com, they actually have a place where authors can put books. Oh, okay. So you, you might want to check that out. And in fact, also I just learned the other day they're getting ready to put together a hardbound book of all the NAFI members across the country. So they're working on that, starting to work on that now. Oh, that's, that's, but, a, that's a great tip. I, I've looked into that organization actually just recently. It's the National Association of Female Executives, correct? Right. It's a great yeah, and um, I've been a regular coordinator for 17 years, and you're in Connecticut. The great thing is once a year for what you do with corporations, mm-hmm. they have the top 50 companies that they, they honor that, uh, open the doors for women, and uh, I, I didn't go this year because I just had gallbladder surgery, but I did go last year, and that's where I met the president of Cat Craft, who is a woman, the president of IBM is a woman. So for you, that would be a great, great place to show up because you would meet the top leaders in Fortune 500 companies that could use your services. Well, I like that tip. In fact, if you go on the NAFI site, you can look at who was there this year, and I know I made so many connections, and I plan to go next year. I just couldn't make it this year. Oh, well, um, thank you. That's they, a great idea. And and they do, and they bring in speakers too. So just keep an eye on what they're doing because it's a great organization. NAFI is owned by Baneer Corporation, who owns probably 26 magazines. They're also part of Working Mother Media and Working Mother Magazine. So it's oh, not okay. just one one little organization. So anyway, this has been fun and we've been I've been talking with Martha Goodry who is the owner of the right concept and known as the concept queen. 
Her book is Marketing Concepts That Win, Save Time, Money, and Work by Crafting Concepts Right the First Time. You can learn more about her at www.therightconcept.com. And her blog is at www.conceptconceptalk.com. Thank you, Martha, so much. It was really wonderful. I'm glad we finally got it together. <laughs> Thank it you so little... much, and have a great day. Oh, you too. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank Bye you. Now. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.